welcome to I Am Energy. I'm your host, Becca Crow. Come hang out with me each week to align your energy and activate your power. We dive into all things healing with magical guests and chats to elevate your energetic awareness. You will gain so much incredible knowledge and tools to take with you throughout this lifetime. So let's shift your energy and come back into balance this week with I Am Energy. Hey, hey, welcome back. Becca here to another episode, and I'm so excited for consistent episodes to be back, and I promise they are back. I already have some guest interviews already recorded, more on the way to be recorded, like already in the calendar, so we're good. And I also just have so many things I even want to talk about on my own, so that's exciting, but I do love having guests. Um, I'm really excited for this week's guest that I'll be telling you more about very soon. You're going to love this episode. Um... But what about the updates around here first? Well, still still in Mexico, still in Tulum. Um, it's so hard to believe that Christmas is at the end of this week. It really doesn't feel like it. Um, like, I mean, in like the square here, they have like some Christmas stuff set up, but it's not like at home where you're seeing like Christmas lights everywhere and all of that. This week I started noticing Christmas music in like some of the stores, but it's definitely different. So this week, I'm going to really try and get into that holiday spirit. Uh, It's my first Christmas away, first holidays away. Actually, that's a lie. I have spent a holiday away from my family before. When I was in university, I went to school like six hours away from home, and I was working a restaurant job, and my boyfriend was there at the time, so I spent Christmas with his family um, and did like the whole like FaceTime thing with my family. So we're going to be doing that again this year. Um, But they're super supportive of it. They're happy I'm here, enjoying my life. Um, and we've really been able to make technology work, work for us. So yeah, it'll be different, but, um, blessed, blessed either, either way. Um, next week I'll probably, I'm going to put an episode, a solo episode next week, really going into ways that we can all be reflecting to end off this year and going into the next, um, so yeah, that'll be good. But I do want to mention before I get into this week's episode that I do have a few spots left for my program. If you're interested in really making massive transitions going into the new year, it'll start the first week of January. We're going to activate your power. We're going to tap into your energetic codes. We're going to heal all of the limitations, all of the beliefs, all of the things that you've been holding yourself back from. You know, this might be conditioned from people around you. This might be beliefs from different trauma that you're holding on to, but whatever it is, like, you know, just know that you're not stuck, you know? So if you've been feeling stuck this year, you don't want to go into the new year feeling just like you did last year, just like you did the year before, you know, you want to break those cycles. We're going to do that together in, in 30 days. I'm your here as your guide. We do sessions. You have me in your pocket, um, to pretty much talk to me talk to each other back and forth every single day, you know? Um, I find that's where so much of the value is in this program is the daily accountability, the daily guidance, the daily support. And I just love the connection that I get to build with everyone who is a part of this program. So yeah, if this is something for you, if you're looking to, you know, you know, just get unstuck, love yourself more, understand yourself more, maybe make career changes, relationship changes, living situation changes, start figuring out your purpose or maybe there's something that you've been dreaming of, but you're like, how the heck do I get myself there? We work on all these things. Seriously. It's amazing. I'm really excited for it. So if that's calling you, um, I'll put the link down in my show notes and you can check that out. Also, 
Um, I'll let you guys know this week too, because it's something that is coming out as well is a lot of my clients I work with or have worked with in the past are energy healers and not all, but like I do get a lot of energy healers and people who want to start product-based businesses. And so, um, I, you can also check out the link in my bio for that, my new program as well for, you know, starting your business, starting your dream, getting going on that because I've also been there too. I, it took me four years to take my food blog full time because I had no one guiding me to do it and I had to figure it out on my own. But then after that, I ended up opening my own wellness studio just before pandemic. It closed over the pandemic, but that led me, you know, online more. And before that, even just getting my energy healing business going everything I'm doing now with I am energy and all the products. And so if that's someone like you, where you have this side hustle, you have this idea, you have this dream as well. Um, another program that you can check out as well to work with me one-on-one, which is super, super exciting. Um, but yeah, other than that, I want to get into this week's guest. He is a friend of mine here in Tulum. Uh, we're actually going to be spending Christmas together this week, our little Tulum fam, which is amazing that, um, all of us who aren't with our families, we have found a family unit here that we get to spend time together. So I'm really excited. Also just really excited to have masculine energy on the podcast. As I said in this week's episode, um, there's something very special about healed masculine energy because it's a kind of energy that we don't get to see a lot these di- right now in our society that we haven't really grown up with. We've, we we're really used to seeing a lot of like really wounded, to- toxic masculine energy. And so having Alex on is just such a breath of fresh air. And as I said, I personally know him um, from here. We've got to know each other over the last uh, couple of months since I've been here. And I just really enjoy this conversation even to get to know him a bit deeper. So Alex, he helps individuals break through negative cycles, heal trauma, and reach their next level through breath work. And breath work is seriously amazing. You know, there's so many different modalities out there that we can be using to heal trauma and release. And just kind of like I do as well, like this is his modality. And the thing is, is like, I really say if you're new to this stuff, like really give all these things a try or try the things that resonate with you or the people who resonate with you. Like those are the kinds of people and the kind of situations and the kinds of energy that are going to get you to where you want to be when you're just following your intuition of what feels best for you. So yeah, we really dive into his journey, more about breath work. Um, we talk a lot about trauma in the body, masculine energy, and just really how all this different kind of energy work can transform your reality. Like, you know, yeah, it's really transformed both of ours. And I love that we get to share that experience. And Alex gets into it more. He's so lovely and you should definitely also book a session with him if if you feel called and there'll be more about that um, as we go through it. So I think that's all for my little updates and everything I want to say. So let's get into this episode. So today I am here with Alex, a fellow Aquarius. I'm really excited to have you here, someone who I have recently met in Tulum, but we've already become kind of a little family here. I know. I'm so excited, but I, there's still so much I don't know about you, and so I'm really excited to like be able to ask you all the questions now, and also just like learn more, um, yeah, about your journey. Um, you've we just did an incredible breath work. What would you call that? Like, it's just an integration breath work, just to rid yourself of the anxieties of, of the day really. You start, start your day with that, you know, if you feel overwhelmed, come back to it and 
middle of the day. Um, it's actually a practice from, from another breathwork facilitator. It's called Awoken Breath, um, that particular breathwork we did. But um, yeah, that's awesome. And I'm sure I can go into more detail. Yeah, we'll get a lot more into it. But that breath, like just having another recording, going about my morning, like that was amazing um like you know the feeling that I got even in like those few minutes like as I said the way my hands were clenching together like that's sometimes what happens in like an hour-long breathwork session so I can't even imagine like what your like 75 minute sessions like that or I'll definitely have to do one um but yeah I mean and we also did we also did that breath when we were in Bacalar too so I've done it twice now and I'm like the power of that is insane yeah and we are not taught this, we are not taught the power of the breath. And even doing intentional breath work for two minutes, maybe we do that, three minutes, can change your perspective of your current reality into a more positive, light, supporting one, which is beautiful. And this is this is the stuff I love talking about because you know, we can we can talk but we can talk about it all we want, but until you truly experience it, like you know, some people who are new to this might be listening, being like, this sounds crazy. But it's like, if you just get, like, you're open to receive and release and whatever else wants to come through in those couple minutes, like, it can actually put you on a whole new path and a whole new journey. Yeah, no, no, it can definitely. I think intention is, is huge. Going into every part of life, whether that's waking up in the morning to going out on your scooter or in your car, what is your intention for the day? What is your intention for that particular time frame? It's the same with breath work. You go into a into a breathwork session with an intention, maybe two minutes or 75 minutes, you know, you're going to come out with answers. You're going to come out with connected to your truth, which is, which is, which is beautiful, a beautiful way to connect. I love that. So before we get deeper into that, as I said, I want to know more about you. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you've been on this journey. How long have you been on this journey for, first of all? I mean, probably, I'd say probably about three and a half years, actually. So it's been quite a, uh, a steep learning um, experience and steep awakening. I feel like, yeah, I was just actually ch- chatting with a friend in the interview I just did before and her journey really started like two years ago. And I just feel like I've been on this path for like 10 years, but I feel like it was like a much slower progression where I feel like a lot of people these days, it's like something comes in and like hits them and it like, it really jolts. Them. And I think it's so cool because no matter where you're out on the journey or if you haven't even started, like that's the biggest thing is just being open to receive that and knowing that there is more out there for you. There's more to explore about yourself, the world to heal. So who was Alex before this uh, awakening? Uh, I've always had, um, I've, I, I, you know, I came from a very um, privileged background in, in relation to love, like my parents love me. Um, I'm an only child, so maybe that, that love um, maybe turned or influenced me to become more interested in self than in others in, 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 in service. Um, and I guess the Alex from 17 to 25 really developed into quite an egotistical man, boy, not boy, I'm a man now, I was definitely a boy until I was 25 until I had this experience, um, who would um, use alcohol, use a lot of alcohol, a lot of drugs, use women as a, as a way to escape also. I always knew deep down that there was more to life than I was living. And it's interesting you say you had a, a, you know, a, a steady awakening. I always knew that something was happening, something had to change, and I was running from it. The more you push against something, you know, the more you resist, it persists. You know, it's, it's, a, famous, it's a famous famous thing. So I always knew it was coming, and I was just living this 
this life and, and, and I was always very much focused on looks. I've been a model since I was 18, you know, been to do, uh, shoots in London, in Manchester for Harley Davidson, like been everywhere and just really exterior. And everyone would recognize me for that, but not for my heart. And I think that was the, change, the turning point. I went to Bali, which is an amazing energetical center, as, as you probably know. And I went there and I had probably the, the craziest three months where I just moved to Ubud. Oh, Ubud is yeah. literally the most magical place in the world, oh, I'm convinced. It was amazing. And I went there and obviously, because my Alex was all this exterior, I thought I had to get away from that. Who was I past the, past the exterior, past, past the, 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 the body? So I you know, shaved my hair off and then I just lived in, in Ubud, did yoga every day. And I just, had some really hard times, also beautiful times as well, just figuring out who I was and what my mission is now on, 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 on this earth, really. So did you go to Bali to start kind of healing and looking at yourself, or was it more like a party, yeah, like, yeah, kind of trip? It was, like... it, was, it was a party. Me and my friend Chris, we were working in Australia at the time, um, saved, saved a lot of money, we were like, right, we, we owe ourselves a holiday, let's go there, let's party. So we went there, I think we spent about, I don't know, somewhere ridiculous, like 4,000, 4,000, Australian dollars in a, in a day when the beach club's there. That's crazy because Bali's not even that expensive. It's like, what were you doing? I don't even remember it. But, you know, looking back, you know, I just feel so. You're just a boy, you're just a boy, boy in a man's body, just yeah. a lost boy, a lost soul. Um, and then, yeah, well, I literally woke up one morning and I said to Chris, I, like, I need to go, mate. We, we need to go, we need to leave here. There's something inside me wants to go. And I met this amazing woman who's become a really good friend of mine to, to this day. And I remember telling her about like, how I was feeling and stuff. She just leant over and said, you are enough. And no one's ever, ever said that to me. And in a restaurant full of people, bang, cracked, started crying. Because nobody actually told me that I was enough. You know, my heart, my soul, like, I, I am more than enough. And I was always looking for exterior. Like, how can I fill my cup up? I'm not enough, I'm half full. You know, fill my cup. And there's this woman that I only just met, just looked deep, deep into my eyes in a beautiful connection and said, you are enough. And that's probably one of the catalyst really for the, for the change. Wow. Well, I love, I love talking about this because, I mean, a lot of my audience is female. A lot of the guests I get on are female. As I was saying to you before, my, uh, my, my mentor and one of my main healers uh, is a man. And there's just something so powerful about a healed masculine energy. And I think, you know, especially in this society, like men aren't taught, like they're taught, yeah, like cause the lifestyle you were living, like, mm. you know, just it's kind of like that ego lifestyle that free-for-all and there's something so magical when a guy like as you said learning that you're enough or just understanding that you're enough and you can start going deeper like how how did that start start changing things for you i mean first and foremost my first and foremost it changed the relationship with myself i'm a true believer that you can't love anything as much as you love your internal reality if you're neglecting your internal world negative self-talk with itself with with abuse, self-abuse, because that's what take, you know, the way I was taking drugs and drinking alcohol was. It wasn't in a fun way, it was abuse. Um, just really connecting, going in, loving me for me, you know, my vulnerabilities, my, my shame, everything, all parts of me, just embracing. And then I could then go out with it and start to, to spread that love um, in, in, a, in, a, in a much better way to, to, to different individuals. And one of the main things for me was really changing my relationship with, with women. Mm. You know, seeing how 
amazingly powerful women are because I don't think a lot of men understand that really you know you get like in Hollywood movies you see in, in, in porn you see in all these different things that men are, that men watch that women are always the you know the, the second in, in command in that mm-hmm. particular situation they have no power and no power exactly so yeah like, exactly and you know I did a lot of work on that when celibate for, for a few for like eight months then one of the first parties I went to um, I, I met my girlfriend who I'm with now we went to a sober party I remember her walking in and I was just like, oh my God, like, this, is, this is the one, you know? And you guys are like couple goals. Like, seriously, yeah, yeah, you guys yeah. are the cutest. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know what? She was put on my path because I did the work and I rechanged my views and my, I guess the way I treated women. I wanted to treat women as well. Um, and then Octavia just came out of nowhere and then, uh, here we are comes when you don't expect it. Exactly, yeah. Well, I, me and my friend just went there just for a little, for a little, for a little boogie and some vegan food and do a bit of yoga and then take your walks in. So, wow. Um, you guys are such expanders for me, I do have to say. I love yeah. seeing your relationship and your dynamic and, yeah. and everything like that. One thing I wanted to touch on is kind of just kind of going back to like Hollywood and like kind of toxic masculinity. You know, Guys, I feel like, are, are really taught, like, you don't cry, like, mm-hmm. suck it up, like, don't show emotion. Mm-hmm. And how did that affect you when it came to, you know, starting to bring forward and, like, understand yourself deeper and get more into the energy side of things and heal? Mm-hmm. Well, at first, I, I guess I come from, I guess most men come from, or I don't know, most, but especially in, in Britain, they come from friendship groups that are quite judgmental and we judge each other. You know, that's just the way we are. We take it's banter, but banter, I, I believe, is just a, is just a, a cover for bullying. Sometimes, you know. Um, so when I first came out of my awakening, I needed to express all these emotions, but I didn't want to come on a video. I didn't want to post about it because my friends saw. So I actually started singing and writing music, and that's the way I do it through my vulnerability, through singing and 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 writing songs, writing music, and you know, I, I did get judged for that. And it was very, very hard thinking about the judgment. And, and listen, everyone's, I think, I think it's one of the hardest things for a, a human being to, to get over. And one of the biggest fears for a human being is the judgment of others. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I mean, like even six months ago, I started posting a lot about my breathwork services, and someone from my past came up who I would relate to as a friend. But how can someone be a friend when they? slay you when they bring you try to bring you down when they judge you and this guy posted on my Facebook posted on my Instagram for my, you know, my grandparents my mum my dad are on there just giving me abuse saying you know, who do you think you are and all this stuff but I'm just at a point now where I just show that, that that guy love because you know he's obviously got his own issues and when he feels ready to to deal with those issues if he ever does I'd be happy to help him but I, I was just lucky that I was in a place where I was able to look at that for what it was. Because I know if, if I looked at that, you know, maybe two years ago, I'd have really struggled with that criticism and judgment and that. Yeah. It's, totally. It's, it's, it's hard. It's crazy when we do the work, how we can handle things coming at us so differently. And ultimately knowing, like, once you've done the work too, knowing that, like, that person's only meeting me at, like, where their consciousness is at or, like, the unhealed, triggered parts of them are coming forward. Mm-hmm. And where we can look at it from such a different lens, being like, you know, in the past, that would have really bothered me, but, like, mm, I'm sending you love. Like, yeah, I'm sorry exactly. that you feel that way. And what's the lesson in this for me? Totally. What is the lesson in this for me? You know, I can't please everybody. 
but you know, I might upset one person like that, that person who's, who's come out who's, who's, who's judged me, but how many people am I helping in contrast to that? You know, it outweighs it massively, greatly. You know, sometimes I, I have to look past how that makes me feel and look about the bigger picture and how I'm making other people feel with my services. Um, finding something that's bigger than myself, and I genuinely believe I have found that in my breathwork and coaching services. So yeah. I'm supremely grateful for my journey, for my experience, for the good times, for the bad times. You know, sometimes we think, and I thought a lot of times, you know, I'm listening to my gut, I'm listening to my intuition, it's told me to go this way, and it's taking me down a dark path of, you know, there's thunderstorms, there's clouds, it's just horrible. But when we get through that time, there's so much brightness, there's so much light, and it takes you to your next level. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm just grateful for, for, for my life right now, the life that myself and my girlfriend have manifested and grateful for the people like myself. I feel like you're like, yeah, it's like we're, we're truly living, the, like we are so lucky to be here in the positions we are, working for ourselves, living in Tulum, surrounded by like-minded, amazing people. Um, but so a question that I have then is like, well, first of all, so you, you're a breath facilitator, but what did you do? I'm just curious for my own curiosity. What was it that you were doing before breath work? So before breath work, I've, I'll, I'll go back a little bit. So when I when we came home from Bali because of coronavirus, one of my friends took his own life in lockdown because he was alone, um, which was really hard for me because I, you know, I'd been there for him. If he messaged me, I'd, 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 you know, I'd have done all I could, but he didn't reach out and tragically took his own life. So I set up a 24-hour walk where I walked non-stop for 24 hours to raise, you know, raise awareness for mental health, by the bar, raise, raise, some, raise a bit of money. Then, and from that, I was like, wow, I could do so much more here. Um, so then from there, um, I applied for a government-funded um, organization that worked with people who have got poor mental health. And I currently do that now as, 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 a, as a contractor for, for, for the government, for people who have bad mental health because of unemployment, because of, you know, lots of different scenarios, and that's why I'm doing it at the minute. Um, so that's why I was doing before the breath work. Because I, I genuinely believe, in terms of coaching, and in terms of working with someone one-to-one, I believe you, with some people you can only get them so far because the trauma is actually stored in the body, it's in their DNA. And you could talk to someone for all day, for, you know, for, for years. And, you know, it might solve some, some issues in the mind, but some trauma is, is, is inbuilt into our yeah. bodies and, and this is me I'm talking from my own experience here um, you know I've, I've had past you know experiences and I, I've got a lot of sexual shame and I went to people about it I went to coaches about it I couldn't get to the bottom of it I couldn't release it it was always there and then in Bali my friends said listen try breath work I was like what is this breath work you know, I can breathe by myself I don't need someone to tell me I don't need to pay someone to tell me Went to this one-to-one breathwork session. Bali is where, like, I had the mo- my first breathwork session, too. And I literally walked around for two hours after being like, what just happened it, to me? It blew, it blew, it blew me, my mind, yeah. yeah. It blew me out of the water. Yeah. It was crazy. It was beautiful. It was, it was, there was, there was a, lot, a big release around it. Um, and then I just started doing it, you know, every month. And I was like, you know what, I need to do this. Luckily for me, my girlfriend's a practitioner as well. So we do um, breathwork on each other at least once a month, big releases. Um, but since doing the breath work and having that attention around my sexual trauma, I've then been able to expand, to manifest easier, mm. to live in alignment easier. When we get, when we, when we remove the trauma, the energetic blocks, it leaves space for fluidity. 
But as human beings, that's what we are. We're fluid beings, right? If we're in our fluid state, our aligned state, manifestation becomes so much easier. We attract what's in our energy as well, as you as you are well aware. I'm preaching to the choir. Yeah, I'm like, right? I'm like, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> exactly. But that's, I totally agree with the point that you just said about, you know, I've had clients, just speaking from my own experience, or just even people that I've seen for my own help, like, I've been to therapy. I've had clients who have been to therapy, talk, as you said, talking to coaches. It only gets you so far, but the energetics mm-hmm. is a whole other ball game. It's like when you can merge the two, and I think that's so great, though, that, like, you first, you know, you had the mental health part of it. You had the coaching part of it. Mm-hmm. And now you're able to beautifully merge all this. And I think that's where a lot of us get into this industry. Mm-hmm. It's like these bits and pieces that we found mm-hmm. on our journeys, whether it's from others or ourselves. And it's mm-hmm. really, I, I always say that like, we all kind of create our own like little modalities mm-hmm. within modalities. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and I'm actually training at the minute. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about six months. I'll have finished um, to be a trauma-informed coach. Um, I'm also doing a master's in psychology, which is nearly finished as well. Oh, you're busy. I didn't know you did all these yeah, things. Yeah, I'm very busy. So they both finish around the same time, which will be an absolute blessing because I'll have a little bit, a bit more free time. Um, but I'm doing these things and gaining as much information as possible. So I will be able to help every sing- single individual as much as I possibly can in relation to psychology in terms of that, the, the books and the science and, and, and everything, but also in terms of the breath work and the spiritual aspect, mm-hmm. also in terms of the trauma-informed coaching where I go into a person's trauma. It's very deep or surface-level depth because I, I really relate trauma to like a weed. If you pull the top of a weed off, it grows back because the root is still there. You need to dig under the soil and remove the root to be able to remove the weed. Um, so that's why I'm going into all these I'm so excited for you like I think it's just so good because you know myself I work like I incorporate a lot of psychology and trauma and all of that from my past as well but like online predominantly like I show up as like an energy healer crystal dealer so people are like what the hell is that but like I really like when people can um, incorporate, you know, the science behind it, the research behind it, but then also use the spiritual components as well, which at the end of the day is still science, it's quantum physics. Exactly, exactly. And, and it, it's crazy. You know, I work with clients and they're like, well, you know, I feel this, I feel blocked, I haven't had a traumatic life. And I walk around and say, well, what about your parents? What, what, how, how, you know, how was their life? And oh my God, well, my mom was, you know, sexually abused, my dad had this, da da da. And there's actually studies that we're, you know, that we've, been taught that, that proves science proves that trauma can be passed on through generational past it's, life it's in your it's in your yeah. dna and mm-hmm. that's why it's so important to find modalities like breath work that, that remove the, this this trauma that is stored in your dna and stop you from passing it on stopping stopping um stopping you from living a, a limited life um, when it's very much, you know, you, you, it's in your power as long as you find the right modality to, to remove it and move past it. Well, it's like breaking those cycles because so many times people are like, I'm not going to be like my parents. Mm. And then they end up in those same cycles. Mm. So breath work and how is breath work amazing to, to start healing some of that? Sorry, say that again. Sorry, that might have been not been a good way that I worded it. Um, but so, like, I kind of want to touch on breaking cycles. Right, so, like, exactly. what do we mean by breaking cycles? You okay. know, like, for example, it could be, you know, cycles that we've lived in this lifetime. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the way treating women or sexual mm-hmm. experiences or things like that. But it could also be, like, you know, passed on trauma from your parents mm-hmm. as well. So, how is modalities like breath work and things that you do really great to start ending those cycles and working through them? Well, the, the, the thing with breath work, it gets you past the mind 
okay? That's one of the main things, you embody breath work. The first 10 to 15 minutes of breath work is the hardest part, the most challenging. Mm-hmm. It's like that hump. Both, both, yeah, both, both physically, because you start to get pins to the needles, you, you may start to cramp up, but also uh, mentally, your mind is doing everything it can to say, stop this, you don't need to do this. You know, it's making you yawn, it's making you touch your face, it's, you're, you're fidgeting because the mind doesn't want you to go past the comfort zone, because it knows that the, the other side of, of, of that, that comfort zone is, is a breakthrough. And once you get past that mind, then you'll find your true self. And I really do be- believe that when you do a breathwork session at the end of the session, when you're going into a more integrated breath, you are, you are one with your true self. And that's why a lot of people have huge releases, but then afterwards they feel so amazing because they've released all this, all this energy that could be around anything to do with their intention at the start. And then they are connected to their truth. Once the trauma is released, once the energy has been shifted, the mind is then able to concentrate on, on who you are at your core, which mm-hmm. is beautiful. And so breath work, like, I mean, I've had some crazy experiences in breath work from my hands clenching up to literally feeling like I'm floating to crying to my body moving in crazy directions. Like yeah. when you actually allow yourself to surrender and get in that state, it's amazing what your body does in order to start wanting to release or move around that energy. So one thing I want to touch on for anyone who actually doesn't even know what breath work is, since we didn't really get into that, is like, what is breath work? It's so much more than just like a guided meditation. Yeah, no, no, it is. And you know, you can do your own breath work practices, I'm sure, on YouTube, but it's only going to get you so far. It's, I feel like it's really challenging to do on my own. I mean, that's one of my own, I guess, mental blocks, mm-hmm. but like, I feel like having a facilitator makes a massive difference. It makes, it makes a massive difference in a number of ways. You know, it, you know, it's, it's, I, you know, the facilitator is there to encourage you to continue breathing. As I mentioned, the mind wants you to stop breathing. Uh, the facilitator is there to create a safe, sacred space for you, allow you to surrender, okay? Which is really important. If you don't feel safe, you're not gonna, you're not gonna surrender. Um, and also, feeling held as well. You know, that's one of the biggest feed, bits of feedback I get from my, um, my clients, especially the, the women, they, they feel held in my container, which is so important for the, you know, as I say, trying to move into more of the divine masculine um, it's so important to, to have the divine feminine held, right? So um, that, that's, that's really, really important um, for me. Um, yeah, I've lost my train of thought. I was, oh, sorry, sorry, what, wait, so what, yeah, so like what would like, I guess, like a session kind of entail, like entail, entail. yeah. Okay. okay, so you're breathing predominantly through the mouth for the first 25 minutes. The reason we do this is to stimulate the parasympathetic nervous system. I feel like some people are listening to this being like, this is already too much for me. But it's not. It's it's, not. I'm I'm going to tell you the science and I'm going to make it easy. So you need to stimulate the parasympathetic nervous system that then takes you into an altered state of consciousness. Okay. Now in this altered state of consciousness, you are then able to connect to your truth. Okay. So the first 25 minutes, there's music going on in the background. So you're able to breathe to the music and everything. You're breathing. I'm going to do it so you can hear what it's like. It's a two breath, so it's into the belly, into the chest, release. Just like that, for 25 minutes, okay? As I mentioned, it can be quite challenging because the mind doesn't want to take you out of this comfort zone. And so many of us don't even belly breathe belly to begin breathe. with. Exactly. Um, and yeah, people, yeah, push through the push through the resistance, resistance will appear. Through the resistance, we will find breakthroughs, okay? Um, push through 25 minutes then the final song what I usually do depending on the, the modality that we're doing 
I give the, the client, the customer permission to release. Now some people bang on their, on their bed, some people scream, some people cry, some people do whatever, some people don't do anything. And then after that 25 minutes, you then go into another 25 minutes of integrated breath. And this is where the connection to truth, the connection to source, connection to higher self um, uh, manifests. Um, you breathe through your nose, you go into a normal relaxed breath, and you lay there and just let your mind um, take you wherever it needs to take you, connect you to the, the deeper parts of your, of your psyche, I guess, that maybe you haven't connected to for a while, depending on the intention. I know for me, when I first did breath work, you know, after I released the trauma and I was in that integrative period, my mind took me to the, the shadows of self where I'd hidden different parts of myself that I was ashamed, ashamed of. And slowly, consistently, as we mentioned, consistency is key, I was able to bring those parts of me into the light. Because mm. I genuinely believe in order to move fully forward into our new reality and expand into our new reality, we must bring all parts of us to that party. We must bring all parts of us to that new reality. If even we've got 1% of us that's not on board with where we want to go, that's going to throw you off. Energetically, you're going to be thrown off and you're going to be like, I'm so close, but why can't I? Why can't I do this? Why can't I find the right guy? Why can't I find the right property? Why can't I find the right break in life? It's because somewhere in your internal reality, there is not alignment. No, I love this. And I love like in the sessions, like as you kind of just described, like it's like, yes, you're holding space. Um, you're, you're guiding them through the different steps, but like you're not giving them any information. Like it's all information that's coming to them. Mm-hmm which I think is an amazing tool as well to help people grow their intuition, start trusting themselves more because it's crazy some of the stuff that comes up in breath work where you're like, how did that come from me? Mm, no, yeah, exactly. Because in a society, I believe that we are so disconnected from source, from truth. We have so many distractions. We have TV, we have internet, Instagram, Facebook, whatever, where I could list all day, right? All distractions from ourselves. When do you give yourself the time to really delve deep into your inner king or queendom? We don't. We're not taught that. So when we do go into these, into these, you know, deep, deep breath work sessions, you know, it's profound. The experiences we have, and you know, the vast majority of people come out because their first part time and like, I need to do that again because it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. There's no, there's no better thing that you can do as an individual, as a human being on this planet, than connect to yourself fully. A hundred percent. So. As we kind of talked about, well, I guess we talked about this before we recorded, but it's like, it, like any modality or, you know, eating healthy or going to the gym, you know, one session, you're going to feel great after you go to the gym one time, you're like, oh, I, I should do this again. Sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. It's kind of, this, it's the same with breath work as well. So how often do you recommend like doing sessions? I guess it depends on like, you know, if you're trying to go through a massive release versus more like maintenance or I don't know, like what, what do you so recommend? So what I say to, to, to my clients is... Two sessions a month, um, max. You know, two yeah, two sessions in a month, the beginning and the end. I would advise doing one a month. That's what I do. Myself, my girlfriend try to do um, one a month. Um, again, it depends on the individual and what you've gone through. Okay, so say for instance you come in with an intention, and for instance, like I use myself as an example because it's easier. Sexual trauma. I would work on that. You know, intentionally, for, I was doing breath work for around six, seven, eight, nine, nearly a year, just based on that. 
um, to bring that to the light because there's so much shame and so much you know, shadow work there because I put it in the shadows of my own psyche. Now, what I do, if I've had something happen to me in that month, I reflect on the month or maybe that week, something's irritated me or I'm feeling a bit down or you know, I, just, I feel a bit stuck in my energy, which we all do at times, right? I feel a bit stuck in my energy. Then I'll have that intention. You know, I want to be more free. I want to be more flowing in my energy. And then going to the breath work, and then afterwards, I always feel um, that the intention um, has has been fulfilled. Mm, I love that. I'm already like, I need to get, I need a session with you. As I said, <laughs> I, it's, it's discounted in the minute, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, we, we'll get into offers and everything too. Um, but no, as I was saying, I there's something about like a healed masculine energy holding space that is like really powerful. And I work with a lot of female healers, and I'm like. Mm, like I already have an area I'm thinking of I'm like yes I need this right now I, I think as well it's so hard because especially in places like in, in places like Tulum and I've been to Bali as well you do get a lot of men doing the work but I think you also get a lot of men who are in this work who actually have quite a, um, a shadow to them so I think it's very hard for women to... Oh, you have to tell me dating, trying to date men yeah, in this space. Yeah, Come on. Like well, you, you, you know all too well. Like, you, know, the, you, know, you, you see these tantra teachers, the male tantra teachers, you know, that say they're embodying the divine masculine, but then uh, you know, they end up you know, taking advantage of, of vulnerabilities of women. So I, I guess my, my main aim is just to really be a flag bearer for the divine masculine in all that I do. Um, one of my biggest anchors in life anytime I feel lost or anytime I feel like I'm coming away from it um, I think we, we should all have an, we should all work to have an anchor and my anchor is always to be anchored in love and leadership and that is leading from the front in terms of who I want to be in, in the divine masculine but also love in terms of myself and also for my, for my outer reality and let me tell you I'm not always like that I, you know, of course I, we're I, human I, I fall off the train sometimes and that's okay as well right but as long as you have you know, different things to get back on, on the horse. And one of my things is, is uh, modality breath work. So. Cool. So what other modalities do you like? Just like, like maybe that you're not like facilitating, but just like other like energy and spiritual practices that you find keep your energy in a good place. Meditation is massive. Meditation is, is, is huge um, for me. Uh, my morning routine consists of, oh, actually, I'll take my morning routine. Perfect. So my morning routine, I wake up, and I listen to um, Calvin Harris. And it's, uh, I love this. I forgot what song it is. I wake up in the morning. Oh, yeah, it's so good. Yeah. Wake up to that, dance around, get that energy going, get the juice. Every morning. Every or just morning. Every, every morning. morning. Every okay. Morning, every morning. And then um, I listen to a um, manifestation tape of about five minutes where I walk around the room and embody my future self and imagine my future self. And I've, uh, you know, I've achieved all my goals. And I hold myself and I pretend I am, I am that self and do the actions that I will do in as as future Alex and really embody it. I think embodiment is so is, is so important. From there, I went to the breathwork practice that we just did together, and then go into a into a meditation and then I journal. So it usually takes about an hour. So yeah, movement, dance, I think it's massive for me. Um, walking meditation is huge for me because I can feel it. My body is moving to it, um, especially with visualization. Kirtan, I love singing. I love singing. I think singing is such an expressive way. Um, you know, it's, it's such a great way to, to, to express. Not so much spiritual, but one thing, one key pillar for me is, is health and fitness. Mm-hmm. I've always been big into the, into, the, into the gym, and before I would do it in a, 
um, I guess, an ego way. You know, I wanted to have the abs. I wanted to, you know, look good. I wanted to be big and strong. Whereas now I go there just to just to be as healthy as possible and just to another form of self love. So that's that's another massive one for me, really. Um, yeah, I, think I think those are all good practices. It's funny because on my Instagram story today, I have to check, but last time I checked, like, when I had first posted it, I had asked people, like, what they do daily to, like, keep their energy in a good place, and all those things you mentioned are just, like, so many amazing tools to do that, and I was actually shocked that a lot of my audience isn't doing anything, okay. and, you know, people wonder why, and, like, not to shame anyone by any means, this is, like, for all for educational purposes, but, you know, people wonder why, you know they get agitated throughout the day they automatically wake up dreading the day Mm. they wonder why they're never progressing and getting ahead Mm. it's amazing by just doing some of these little things like the last person I just interviewed my friend today she said the exact same thing like meditation top one things like Mm. that like a lot of us are doing the same things and it's it's not hard it's Mm. but there is a discipline needed in order to get ourselves there absolutely I think they say I think they say it takes 60 days for um, something that is unnatural for us to become a habit. Mm. So doing doing waking up at six a.m. for sixty days and meditating. After that sixty days, it becomes second nature. You just do it all the time. Right? And again, yeah, like when I first started on this journey, I'd meditate. I think I just meditate in the morning. In the mornings, I wasn't doing any breath work. And then slowly, just you know, you just got to find what modalities suit you and what mm-hmm. suits you best for to save for the day. But I think it's so important to set yourself up for the day. Right. If, I, if I'm not set up for the day, I'm way off guilty, you know, if I'm not, if I'm not getting up, if I've slept in, you know. And I, you wake up and you're like, oh, I gotta go do this, I gotta yeah, do that, exactly. like your day is a free-for-all, exactly. it's completely different. And, and I always try to wake up before the sun as well. Um, oh, goals. Yeah. A night and, owl. And it's, 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 oh, yeah, night owl. Yeah. We mentioned this, didn't we? Yeah. So, I'm, I'm in bed reading my book at half eight at night. So. What? Yeah, yeah, That's no, like when I get my second wind. Like, ooh, the whole other day ahead of me. Yeah, I, I, love, <laughs> I love an early night now. It's a party boy to, uh, to a guy who loves an early night. But, uh, yeah, I just love waking up before, before the sun. I think there's something pretty sacred about it, energetically. You know, I feel very connected to the to spirit, mm. to the other realm. And, and, I, and I really believe that's when they are most... I guess around at that time there's been studies that say you know I think it's from half four to five o'clock that's when they are yeah like in Kundalini that's like a big time to do Kriyas and things like that exactly and I think if you work with them I think it can be very very powerful you know I love that Um, okay so let's talk about then how you know what you're working on your offers how people can like get in on this magic like yeah so again probably doing breath work for maybe six seven months now um, and it just went from zero to hundred. A lot of people needed the modality. They, they really, they really wanted to get involved with it. And people who, who did it, would tell friends, and then they'd come to me. And I really just wanted to make it available to more people because a lot of people, who would come to me, would say, you know, it's probably a bit out my price range at the minute. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to do an end of year deal for, for these people. So at the minute, one to one sessions, seventy five minutes, um, is sixty pounds. So that's twenty uh, percent off. Okay. Um, or just just over twenty percent. I think most like a lot of my audience is like North America, so like, but like obviously there's ways they can pay you like internet. Yeah, 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 there's, yeah, yeah. There's so many ways. Yeah, my all my clients are from all, all over the world, so there's places there's ways you can pay me. And then I've also got a different program which have uh, limited spaces. I think we've got about four spaces left for that. And that is when you buy uh, you buy five sessions, you get one free, and we work through um, 
you know, we went through different types of trauma depending on that person. You know, and each week we go through, each month we go through a different stage of the trauma. Because trauma is just a stage as well, right? It's layers. I would say it's like pulling back like an onion. Yeah, like exactly. sometimes a big piece will come off, sometimes a little one, exactly. but it's it's exactly. time. Yeah, exactly. And as we mentioned, consistency is key. You can't go to the gym, you know, one time do do your arms and then have big arms, right? You've, you've got you've, it's got to be consistent practice. And I guarantee at the end of the six weeks that we found with uh, six months, or depending how, how you want to do it, you can do it twice a month or once a month. Um, the client feedback has been, you know, has been immense. You know, taking them past limitation that's held them back for the majority of their life. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 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 amazing. It's I, I can just describe it as magical, to be honest. The the power of the breath done in the right environment with the correct facilitator with the right intention for that person can really change people's lives and doing that on a consistent basis the sky is literally the limit I love that and such a great way like to enter the new year what I'll do is since you do have this offer going on I'll get this episode out uh, sooner than later because I do think everyone should experience the magic like I mean I know a lot of people who do breath work but getting to know you over the last like month or so in Tulum and everything like yeah, I just, I know that you are like so legit in what you do. You really practice what you preach. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm already really excited to do a session with I mean, you. Yeah, thank you so much yeah, for, yeah. for, for that. And any of, any of your listeners, um, maybe men, yeah, definitely mention that you've you heard um, about the offer through your podcast. The podcast, because okay. Because I might get to the point in two weeks with so many people booking at the minute. And okay. I really want to be able to, I don't want to be saying no, the offer's ended, you know. So if you are listening to this and, and you, and you in December. Is this for December? Yeah, yeah. In December, early January as well. I guess you know. If, okay. If you listen to it late, just say you listen to it, listen to it through your podcast, and I'll get my um, I'll get my team to to to, to secure that, that that discount. Cool. And then where can people find you? Um, yeah, Instagram um, at I am Alexander Conroy. Um, my website is currently under maintenance. Such a bad time to be under maintenance. It's okay. I went, I went years without a website. Really? Instagram is, yeah, yeah. Instagram can get you through a yeah, lot yeah, of your yeah, business. Exactly. <laughs> a lot of people are like, oh, can you tell me? You know, it's, it's hard because I guess with breath work, it's such a vulnerable process. You really mm-hmm. go into the, into the depths of your own psyche. You want a facilitator you can trust and you want to know about that facilitator. I think you can only get so much from an Instagram True. page, right? So that's why I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm remodeling everything and hopefully this podcast shares a bit who I am totally well thank you so much I I really appreciate you coming on and yeah getting just to like get to know you a little bit more that's why I love podcasting getting to get deeper into people's souls and their journeys and and all of that so thanks so much thank thank you so much for coming for coming on and um and yeah I hope to see you in a session soon yeah yeah. and also uh, anyone listening um you know I just want to reiterate you know you are completely safe in in my container when 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 work with me but please reach out if you are interested in the session or or reach out if you just need need a bit of a chin work cool thank you no worries